Chapter Two of Gargantua and Pantagruel, Book One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Martin Giessen. Gargantua and Pantagruel, Book One, by Francois Rabelais translated by sir thomas urquhart chapter two the antidoted fanfreluche or a gallimatia of extravagant conceits found in an ancient monument hmm. no sooner did the cimbrians overcomer pass through the air to shun the you of summer but at his coming straight great tubs were filled with pure fresh butter down in showers distilled wherewith when watered was his grandam hey aloud he cried fish it sir i pray because his beard is almost all berayed or that he would hold to him a scale he prayed to lick his slipper some told was much better than to gain pardons and the merit greater in the interim a crafty chuff approaches from the depth issued where they fish for roaches who said good sirs some of them let us save the eel is here and in this hollow cave you'll find if that our looks on it demur a great waste in the bottom of his fur to read this chapter when he did begin nothing but a calf's horns were found therein i feel quoth he the mitre which doth hold my head so chill it makes my brains take cold being with the perfume of a turnip warmed to stay by chimney-hearths himself he armed provided that a new thill-horse they made of every person of a hair-brained head they talked of the bunghole of St. Knowles, of Gilbathar, and thousand other holes. If they might be reduced to a scary stuff, such as might not be subject to the cough, since every man unseemly did it find to see them gaping thus at every wind for if perhaps they handsomely were closed for pledges they to men might be exposed in this arrest by hercules the raven was flayed at her his return from libya haven why am not i said minos there invited unless it be myself not one's omitted and then it is their mind i do no more of frogs and oysters send them any store in case they spare my life and prove but civil i give their sale of distaffs to the devil 
to quell him comes q b who limping frets at the safe pass of tricksy crackerets the bolter the grand cyclops cousin those did massacre whilst each one wiped his nose few ingles in this fallow ground are bred but on a tanner's mill are winnowed run thither all of you the alarms sound clear you shall have more than you had the last year short while thereafter was the bird of jove resolved to speak though dismal it should prove yet was afraid when he saw them in ire they should o'erthrow quite flat down dead the empire he rather chooseth the fire from heaven to steal to boats where were red herrings put to sail than to be calm gainst those who strive to brave us and to the masoret's fond words enslave us all this at last concluded gallantly in spite of arte and her hern-like thigh whose sittings o'er penthesilea tain in her old age for a cress-selling queen each one cried out thou filthy collier toad doth it become thee to be found abroad thou hast the roman standard filched away which they in rags of parchment did display juno was born who under the rainbow was a bird catching with her duck below when her with such a grievous trick they plied that she had almost been bethwacked by it the bargain was that of that throatful she should of proserpina have two eggs free and if that she thereafter should be found she to a hawthorn hill should be fast bound seven months thereafter lacking twenty-two he that of old did carthage town undo did bravely midst them all himself advance requiring of them his inheritance although they justly made up the division according to the shoe-welt law's decision by distributing store of bruise and beef to these poor fellows that did pen the brief but the year will come sign of a turkish bow five spindles yarned and three pot-bottoms too wherein of a discourteous king the dock shall peppered be under a hermit's frock ah that for one she hypocrite you must permit so many acres to be lost cease cease this visard may become another withdraw yourselves unto the serpent's brother tis in times past that he who is shall reign with his good friends in peace now and again 
no rash nor heady prince shall then rule crave each good will its arbitrament shall have and the joy promised of old as doom to the heaven's guests shall in its beacon come then shall the breeding mares that benumbed were like royal palfreys ride triumphant there and this continue shall from time to time till mars be fettered for an unknown crime then shall one come who others will surpass delightful pleasing matchless full of grace cheer up your hearts approach to this repast all trusty friends of mine for he's deceased who would not for a world return again so highly shall time past be cried up then he who was made of wax shall lodge each member close by the hinges of a block of timber we then no more shall master master hoot the swagger who the alarum bell holds out could one seize on the dagger which he bears heads would be free from tingling in the ears to baffle the whole storehouse of abuses <sighs> then thus farewell apollo and the muses end of chapter two Recording by Martin Giessen in Hazelmere, Surrey.